Welcome to the Salted Carmel podcast from Our Lady of Mount Carmel, a Catholic parish in Carmel, Indiana. If you haven't heard by now, we're sharing faith stories, and we've been doing it for a while. My name is David Cook. I'm the stewardship director at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and with me is the unbelievable Jody Curtis. Jody, who's our guest today? Our guest today is Will Young. Will, thank you for joining us, and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I am going to be a senior at Purdue University, and I'm studying mechanical engineering technology. And uh, I run cross-country and track for Purdue, and I'm also in a fraternity there, so uh, pretty involved. And then I went to Garen Catholic High School as well. Are you involved at St. Tom's up there, or just more your fraternity? I like to be as involved in St. Tom's as I can, but I have a lot going on, so. So, Will, what was your life like before Christ, or do you even remember a time before Christ? So, I was kind of, I was lucky enough to be raised Catholic, so my, my family had always gone to Mass on Sundays and been pretty involved, so I, I wouldn't say that there was a time before Christ, but I definitely remember in high school, uh, I started taking my faith a lot more seriously. And even then it was easy to like fall into just like falling along in the footsteps of like being in the Catholic high school. It's easy to just get dragged along in that. But I really enjoyed Garen. I think my faith grew a lot there. What part of Garen made you really invest deeper in your faith? Like what, what part hit you to realize that I got to take this seriously? Yeah, it, I I feel like I followed a lot of role models. There's just like a lot of good people there and just the opportunities that they gave us. There are tons of opportunities just for daily mass, for adoration, like adoration during classes. Sometimes we go down and um, all school masses and all kinds of things. Nice. How was that transition going into college? Were your opportunities there as much or was it a hard transition? I, I think I got over... Um, over-involved at Purdue pretty fast. I just got thrown into a lot of things, and um, it was hard to to organize all that and keep it balanced at first, but I'm definitely getting better. Still have to work at it, but... (laughs) (laughs) And then, Will, did you have one concrete moment in your life? You know, you said you were kind of going with the flow at Garen Catholic, but was there one moment that really made you say yes to Jesus or made a change in your faith life? Yeah, it, it doesn't really jump out to me as like a crazy moment, you know, like a crazy high moment, I guess. But when I think about it, it like it does more so. It was uh, it was just like a, a Sunday mass at, at SMG. My family like showed up late to mass like like we too often do. Um, and we we sat at the back by the confessionals, which is like the chairs that people don't really sit out for mass because it was full. And I remember just being like struck with, with just like the love of God and just like joy and peace. And it was, it was probably the happiest I've ever been in my life, which was pretty, I don't know, it was just amazing. I was going to say, I love how you describe the happiest moment in, in your life as not being a crazy high moment. There's moments <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just remember, like, since we were in the back, like, people were passing us to, like, go to the bathroom and stuff. And I just remember, like, having, like, such a deep love for just, like, random people that were passing. And I just thought that was amazing. And I've only experienced that during Mass. So I think that's pretty cool, too. What is your life like now after that moment? Did Is your life in Christ a little bit better, continuing that love of people? Or what is it like? 
Yeah, so I guess that was like one solid moment, but I've always been, I've always fallen in love with like the, just like the truth of the Catholic Church and just how it like helps you to live your life like in to the fullest and all that. So I guess since that, like, I guess my mission has been just been to like share that with people. Just, just live it out and help people to also live in that joy and peace. So, Will, I know that running has been a big part of your life for a long time. What what impact has running had on your faith life, especially at the Division One level? Yeah, it was definitely a step up from from high school. But like, just like running regularly, not even competitively, running is just such a a great metaphor for life. You just like have your ups and downs, and you have to push through it and suffer and. Yeah, it's just like a solid metaphor for the spiritual life. And it kind of like helps me, like faith, my faith helps me run. And then my running like helps my faith life, which is awesome. And so I've learned a lot of things from my coaches that have just like helped my faith. Like a couple of things that my coach at Purdue likes to say is like control the controllables, which I really like because there are so many things that we're just not in control of and it's not worth worrying about them. And then, and then just being present as well. I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. You sound like a doer to me. Like you just love to s- sign up and volunteer and do all these things. Do you ever take time to like just sit back and slow down, or is that kind of what running is to you? You get to meditate or pray in that way. Yeah, I'll, I've noticed that a lot this summer, just from running on my own because I've just been at home, but. Yeah, some people like to go out and drive and just think, and that's what running is for me. It's almost like a prayer. It's pretty awesome. So you talk about running, but what are some other things that have helped you grow in your faith? At Purdue especially, I think just the communities that I've been involved in. I mean, obviously stereotypes about fraternities, but I've had some really great experiences with mine and met some really great people um, that have helped me grow in my faith. and. I've noticed that at Purdue, like, you can't do it on your own. So having a community is super important for me and everyone. So, Will, who would you say is your biggest faith influencer? I think my, my parents are definitely up there. They they just show, like, a very genuine, like, love for a lot of things. And I found that really inspiring. Also, just a lot of saints. I like like researching and watching videos about saints, especially John Paul II. And, you know, Will, by the way, you mentioned going to Mass at SMG, which you were a parishioner of for a long time, but I know your family has semi-recently joined Our Lady of Mount Carmel, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we have said for a long time at our parish that we are grateful no matter what. What are you most grateful for? My family especially being in like quarantine being at home with everyone here and like i think everyone but my dad right now is working from home so we're all just cooped up (laughs) like most people probably have ups and downs but definitely grateful for my family so we're all we're all made differently we all have different gifts but what would you say your special gifts for sharing the faith are you mentioned how you like to do that and you have you're involved in community but what would you say your gifts are yeah, I think I'm very fortunate to have like my running ability to be able to run at Purdue is pretty incredible. 
um, and share uh, my faith that way to those people. And also, I I feel like God has just uh, allowed me to stay aware of like my mission, I guess. So, and we also, we named this podcast Salted Caramel to connect with the salt, that we are the salt of the earth. And we're kind of redeeming that phrase, salty. Um, <laughs> so what keeps you salty? Well, and your faith. Yeah, um, this summer I've been doing a lot of, or I'm making a very good habit of like daily spiritual reading and spiritual prayer, which is awesome. Definitely help, helping me grow. Um, and then also um, offering up my runs has been big because running alone, I mean, not super exciting, but you can always offer that up. So, <laughs> so we like to do a call to action each week. And so basically we challenge our, our listeners, our several millions of listeners to step up in their faith. So today's call to action this week is to control your controllables, to not stress over the small things, and to rely on God for things that you can't control. All right. Thank you so much, Will. All right. Have a great day. David, we have a listener question this week. Yeah. And by the way, if, if any of our listeners have questions about our parish or your Catholic faith, you can email us your question at saltedcarmel at olmc1.org. But our question this week came from Mary who said, what can I do to get connected to the OLMC community specifically during these COVID social distancing times? That's a great question. There's a lot of things to do and a lot of things are still up in the air. And it seems like each week we're changing ministries to online and doing some digital thing. But I'd say the easiest way to actually connect to someone is, well, we just had Tools for School and we had hundreds of volunteers help that out and they all were able to connect and talk to their other parishioners, co-parishioners. I don't know how you say that. Yeah. Um, I just, I volunteered at that last week and every year I do that, I meet people that I didn't know before. Exactly. So I'd say the easiest way to do it right now is to volunteer at the Merciful Help Center. They have a lot of people and they're kind of controlling it for COVID reasons, but that would be a great one. And then other than that, there's the community page on Facebook. There is live streaming masses. We are going to kick up Bible studies in the fall and other adult ministries. We're kind of waiting to see if we can even use the, the facilities with the uptick in cases. But what are you thinking, Jody? Uh, I was specifically thinking about Bible study as a way too, because it many times they meet in small groups. I mean, even if the Bible study group is bigger, you're divided down into smaller groups and it's such a way to have conversation with people or, you know, even some of men, so many presentations we had in the past year with Rex and Layton and Tom hosting. Those are always good. Even if they're online, I know it seems harder, but really you can still connect and have conversations with people online as well. I've even seen some groups meet at Our Lady in the parking lot and they just get lawn chairs out and talk for an hour, half an hour, you know. Excellent. So we'll try to get everybody connected and that's just going to be a flurry of information coming this fall. So hang with us, everybody. Right. Nice. (laughs) 
David, would you like to end us with a prayer? Yes. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, teach us how to pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for Will's life. We thank you for his witness and for the gift that is his family and Garen Catholic for strengthening his faith and striking him with the love of others at Mass. Thank you so much, Lord, for all that you've done for him. We ask that you bless his work to share his faith story and to evangelize to others. And we also ask for a greater grace on our own lives to control the controllables, to not freak out at things that we cannot control, Lord, because it is all in your hands. As always, we pray in your name, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening today. And stay salty.